With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The NBA and these major networks, I think they're really screwing up. They're making a pretty obvious mistake to me. And it's not putting this magic team on national television. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a, just a farce. They are so much fun to watch. Last night's game was another awesome night. Another night where I'm overjoyed with what this team has become. Not even hope. I'm beyond the point of hope. Now I just like seeing it. Yeah. I, I mean, what what is right there in front of us is it's not like, oh, those guys are going to be fun. They're fun now. They're good now. 46 team, in the first yesterday. Do you know how many... I watched so much more, obviously, based on conversations we've had. Regular season, lame NBA regular season <laughs> games. There's so many dull teams they put on national television that are not nearly as exciting as this Magic team. They are missing the boat. The Magic might be... The hidden gem of the NBA right now. I mean, I'm in 100% agreement. And obviously a little bit biased. I've been watching them with a closer eye for a much longer period of time than any other team in the NBA. But you look at just the young crop of talent, the way they're starting to play because they got some depth. Last night they looked so confident in the first quarter, went to sleep in the second. But the fact that they were able to get it back on track and hold off a uh, Halliburton-less Pacers team uh, bodes well. you got to take care of business in the games that you're supposed to take care of business in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they came out, they they imposed their will, and then uh, you know, then they kind of like moped around a little bit. Let the ebbs and flows of an NBA game. That's how it's going to go. As long as you can, as long as you can close it out at the end. I'll give you an example of another random NBA game from last night. Just to give you an idea of how just because you're ex- expected to win, like the Magic were uh, five and a half point favorites last night, so that's a, a pretty wide margin for the Magic. I can count on one hand how many times they've been favored by more than three points this season. So that it is, it is a rarity. It doesn't mean that you're going to go in and just blitz the team that you're playing for an entire four quarters. The Milwaukee Bucks at full health last night played against the Nuggets team that was without. Jokic, Murray, Michael Porter, somebody else was missing in the lineup. <laughs> That's I mean, enough. Their starting lineup was Aaron Gordon and a bunch of dudes that you've never heard of. And they hung with them the entire game. Mm. And then the Bucks wound up winning by like eight. So but like like just to give you an idea, it's not easy to just like sometimes it happens because there's like an avalanche of threes right. where the other team can't get out of the uh, out of their own way. Rick Carlisle's a really good coach. So even though Tyrese Halliburton wasn't playing for the Pacers last night, they're really well coached. When well, TJ McConnell, you tweeted oh. it. He is like the pesky player at the Y and he's a true point guard. He gets everybody involved. Oh yeah. Yeah. He'll spot up and he'll shoot a jump shot from like three feet away from the rim. It's just so <laughs> like white guy at the Y. I know. That's how he played in college too. And it was like, well, he doesn't really play that dynamic brand of basketball that would work in the NBA, but he's managed to translate it. Yeah. He's got some talent and he plays hard. You really know? hard. He plays very hard. Has to. Uh, so I like what I saw last night from this team. We as Magic fans are so lucky right now. We've got this team because the the, the nation hasn't latched on yet. We have this team to ourselves right now. Yeah. So enjoy this while you can 
before all of the leeches come. It's like the underground band, you know? Yes. It is. And, and you made that reference last season. And, and that was really the early stages. They were just putting out that SoundCloud music early on. Right, right. It wasn't getting too many views, but now it's starting to bubble up. Last year, they were. I just happened to be like riding my bike down the street when that garage band, I was like, that actually sounds like there might be something. Now they're starting to book some dates at local bars. Yeah. You know, so people they are starting to get a little bit of a crowd. Putting out some hits. Yeah, but they're not like performing at arenas and amphitheaters yet. It's going to happen soon where... The Magic are on national TV. Palo and Franz are making all-star games. And all of a sudden, these Magic fans are going to come out of the woodwork. They're going to be, they're, you're going to be looking down the office at work at, you know, at some lady, uh, who's, who's never even, she never mentioned basketball in her life. All of a sudden, she's got Magic stickers right there in her cubicle. This is going to happen. So just enjoy this moment for what it is, where this team is fun to watch, they're pretty good, and you kind of have them to yourself because it's not going to be like this for very long. Well, the second they drafted Paolo, I felt like that's the type of player that can put this team on the mat. But as I'm watching Wendell continue to do his thing last night, I'm like, when is Wendell going to get the love he deserves? He's really becoming one of the better young centers in, in today's game. Like, Has the size, has the strength, has all-around game. So underappreciated, yeah, but as is. the Magic get better and better and more popular and win more games, he'll start getting the respect he deserves. I actually thought last night, him when he checked out of the game for the first time, that was the first time I noticed the team start to slide a little bit. Yeah, And then they they got their groove back when he checked back into the game. I thought that he was actually the difference... And it wasn't even necessarily any specific thing that he did. It's just his presence his on the floor is, is such a stabilizing force for this team. And especially going up against a team that, like, they have Miles Turner, but they, they don't really have bigs that you fear. And and Wendell Carter Jr., when that's the case, he feasts. Like, he knows it. Absolutely. And, like, all the scouts were real high on him coming out of Duke. And I remember at Duke, he didn't necessarily flash the way some of the top prospects will but you could tell that there was potential, and to see him like realizing it, size, all-around game, just seems like such a vet out there, and he's still real young, and he's on a sweetheart of a deal, too. Yeah, he is. Scored 18 points last night, 10 rebounds, so he finished with a double-double, couple of assists, couple block shots, not a bad night for, winning uh, basketball. for Wendell Carter. Winning yeah, basketball. Definitely winning basketball. He made a big difference last night. Uh, we did see some Mo Bamba minutes. Yeah, and he played pretty well in those minutes. I mean, we'll see if he's a member of the squad after the deadline, but uh, I thought he was pretty effective when when he was called upon. My Not big, an easy gig. One of my biggest issues with, with Bamba is his he has such bad hands. He's like a bad receiver. Yeah. You know, there was a... Uh, Nelson there, Aguilar. <laughs> there was one moment he is, like the Nelson Aguilar of the, of the NBA, where he's standing under the basket. I don't remember who it was, but passed the ball, crisp, precision pass, just slipped right through his fingers. Uh, there was another moment where he he then he, he caught a pass and missed an easy layup. But outside of those two, those were really bad plays. Yeah. Outside of that, I thought he did play well last. Well, night. and just to be called upon randomly, I almost even like tweeted about how random it felt from even a fan standpoint, yeah. based on how spotty it's been spotty his minutes usage. And you got Mo Wagner playing good minutes. You got Isaac contributing now. You got Bull Bull. It's like, when do you use Bamba? So he's just got to be ready when called upon. 
I guess he's handling it pretty maturely. Yeah. I did laugh. I kind of like chuckled out of happiness at one point when I don't remember exactly the point of the game it was, but whenever Bull Bull checked in for the first time and it was the third round of substitutions that Jamal Mosley had, and I'm like, you're under round three and you're just getting to Bull Bull. Right. That's a great. And it's, it's a, that's, I mean, that is, this is to the depth. It's so new for this team to have something like that because Bull is like a fixture in the starting lineup. And now when he checks in, I'm like, oh my God, that's right. And Bull Bull's on this team. That's there's, awesome. There's so many guys you got to give love to. I mean, Cole Anthony, what he's done in the six man role. What so I like Suggs coming in with him. He throws him the out. Suggs throws oh, Cole the alley. How that great was, was that? An injection of life. Another highlight for the baby highlight factory. And uh, Gary Harris really has been the glue to this starting lineup. He spaces the floor. He doesn't need a million touches, but when he's open, he catches and shoots and knocks down. I mean, yeah. last night as efficient as it gets. Six of six from three point range. The last time a Magic player did that, it was 2010, and his name was Mikael Petrus. Hey, in the Petrus role, <laughs> hey, you, you need. Yeah, you always need a Petrus. That's right, you do. Up next, which conference championship team has the best build? We'll discuss that next. This text needs to be addressed. Um, it says, <laughs> I, can't, it's like, I can't even take this seriously. Love how you guys are talking about the Magic now. Wish you guys watched them last year. I watched them too much last <laughs> they year. They were just as exciting with that momentum and didn't have anyone and everyone hurt. They've been fun for multiple years. Thanks for joining the party. Not knocking you guys. Just glad that you're feeling what most Magic fans have been feeling for a couple of years, even through the losses, always fighting to win. Apparently, we're the last two on the bandwagon. Are you kidding me? You only do the pregame show. You're right. I'm glad (laughs) I started watching the Magic this year. This has been a fun ride. You know what? I regret. I'm kicking myself that I haven't been watching this team as of late. I've been working with the team since 2018. Almost all of the games. They they certainly showed signs last year, but they're like ready to match last year's win total now. So you're actually seeing real strides. It's one thing to play teams to the buzzer like they did last year, but they're actually learning how to win. Which we talked about, what you just said, almost every single day. That's all we had to go off. (laughs) I think this team has potential based on their personality. But you got to get the guy. Last year, they didn't have Paolo. He's changed everything. Franz and his development has changed the the combination of those two guys. And this part of the text that says... uh, Didn't Didn't have anyone and everyone was hurt. That's part of why... It's more exciting now in this very moment because those guys are healthy. That is the most ridiculous text we have ever received on this show. Yeah, well, when it came in, I was cringing. Like, wait, what? You know, we we only talked about the Magic every day last year. And now, like, all we really had last year was bell-ringing plays, playing teams to to the buzzer, and the promise of Franz knowing that we might end up in the top three. And now it's like... All right, Paolo came out of the top three. Franz is developing more. Yeah. We're getting injured guys back. You're starting to see the culture and identity form, and uh, even Gary Harris is like, I don't want to trade that guy. No. <laughs> He's, now that the Magics feel ready now, someone like Gary Harris makes sense. That's what a team would you know, go out and trade for. Magic already possessed that. Yeah. I, w- I would be fuming if they trade him. I, I want them to hang on to Gary Harris. The big difference between... This year 
and uh, in last year is that this year we have we now have we have expectation. But what, my point in the opening segment was national networks are missing the boat on this Magic team. If I had said that a year ago, that would have been a homer take. That that really didn't make any sense. Right, because they won only however many games. That yeah. team last year was fun for us, for hardcore Magic fans, and nobody else. They did not deserve to be on TNT or ESPN on a Wednesday night. This team is way more fun to watch and better than some of the teams that I'm seeing on, like, I don't know who's on TNT tonight, but I, I, I would venture to guess that the Magic are as fun to watch uh, as, the, as the teams that are on there. Yeah, And I that mean, was not the case a year ago. To me, I mean, the Warriors are obviously going to be nationally televised for obvious reasons. Defending champ Steph Curry, Clay, Poole, everybody loves those guys. And then Memphis and the Zion version of the Pelicans. And then after those teams, all right, Boston, Milwaukee. After that, those teams that I just mentioned, I feel like the Magic are the most watchable team out of the rest. Not saying they're the power ranked the best, but most watchable in terms of having, like, the nation needs to see Bol Bol come off the bench and do Bol Bol They things. do. And that's the not even to mention this. Franz, Paolo, Wendell, Fultz has been playing great. I mean, I'll name the roster. Everybody's contributing. The same person texted him, what do I win? Nothing. You're a clown. That's what you win, nothing. Talk to him. Okay? <laughs> you get the tag, wear it on your chest. My name is Clown. Wear that, show it to your friends. Oh, that's man. That's what you win. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, I mean, because that's uh, I've dedicated a lot of my life to this team this past calendar year plus, and it's like, what? What? That's that's kind of disrespectful, if anything. I do think this was a good text, though, on that same topic. I agree with your sentiments regarding the Magic, but I just wonder if we're looking at this through Orlando Magic colored glasses, or are we really that good? I'm thinking compared to the Pistons and Rockets, who are on a similar timeline to us. I think that's a really good question, and I think that yes. it's a, it is a proper level of paranoia for a Magic fan to have that goes, okay, I feel excited, but am I just a Magic fan that's not watching these other bad teams? I can tell you with full confidence, unbiased opinion, put it to the side, the Magic were on a similar timeline to those teams. They are ahead of where those teams are right now. The Rockets, Pistons, Hornets, Spurs are are the bottom of the NBA. Those teams have very few redeeming qualities period the magic do the magic are a little bit like the magic are in the same conversation to me as the thunder another young team that that ceiling for this year is pretty low but they're a step ahead of those other teams because they actually compete night to night and they've got guys where you go those are all-stars Shea Gilgis Alexander is a full-blown he actually will be an all-star Paolo yeah. probably should be maybe maybe won't but like he's at least in that conversation those teams to me are the next step above the the Wimbenyama teams the Magic right. are not in that group no the Magic are coming of age I mean you chop off I forget what the exact date is of the season but you start it from when they won eight of nine to now it's a completely different team like even going two and three on that road trip you lost to Jokic at the buzzer and a really good number one seeded West team in the Nuggets in the thin air on the road. You know, a Walker Kessler rebound got us in Utah. Like, even the losses are just right there. And how many other games were lost in the final, you know, minute? So they're coming of age. Do I worry about beating Miami for tomorrow night? 
Do I worry about coming back on the second half of back-to-back and holding it down against the Bulls? Sure, yeah. I'm still. We still need to continue to show and prove, but you feel pretty good going into a lot of games with the roster that they're running out there and how they're playing. I agree. So I'll get to the uh, conference title build a little bit later on in the show. Uh, I I guess thanks to the clown for continuing that conversation. John McKechnie from rotowire.com joining us next. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 